Hi guys, so I'm in a very particular mood today in which I'm very much in the mood to pretend like this is a real podcast that would somehow actually reach people besides my two closest friends. So, you know, that's kind of the situation we're in today. And I'm very much in the mood to just talk about spirituality and the betterment of oneself and things that I've personally used and tools that I've, you know, what's the word, utilized, I guess, in order to become a more confident and just content version of myself. Because over the past, I would say five years, I have faced a lot. And you know, so has everyone, obviously. I'm not trying to take away from the fact that there are so many different kinds of ways in which people can struggle. And I also don't want to take away from the fact that there's a very collective struggle going on in a community right now that really needs their voices to be lifted up and to be heard. And of course, that being the Black community, And I feel like if this were, like, a legitimate podcast, I would not be making this right now. Just because, like, it's not the time to shift the focus onto myself and talk about the issues I've dealt with in the past and the ways in which I've overcome them. I just want to say that the purpose of this isn't just to say, I've been through so much, look at me, I deserve pity or sympathy, because that's the last thing I ever want from anyone, is pity. I think that that is definitely not the goal. My goal here is to talk about just quickly go through situations I've faced and what's more important is the ways in which I've kind of learned how to use my spirituality um, to overcome certain things within my life because I've recently had a huge spiritual awakening and If you guys didn't know, I'm sure I sent the only people who are ever going to hear this, the TikTok already, but I recently became very excited because I've always believed that everything is just energy, and our souls are really just energy that never dies, you know? We're like ancient, like our energy has always been here, we've always reincarnated, and My belief system always centered heavily around karma. I really believe in karma. I really believe that if you set positive intentions in life and then follow through and just spread positive energy to everyone you meet, that you're going to be rewarded. Your energy will continue to be recycled into something beautiful as a reward. If you uh, send out negative energy into the universe, I believe your energy will be either just not recycled or just recycled as something that isn't necessarily ideal and that was kind of my own made-up belief system i'm obviously stealing from religions such as buddhism and i really have never taken an in-depth course on religion so excuse me like please excuse me if i'm missing any other religions that center around karma or reincarnation but I think I was just kind of adopting ideas here and there from religions that do center around those things and off the top of my head I only know Buddhism and I don't want to insensitively 
say another religion thinking that they believe in that when they don't so I'd rather just like not say that but I do feel bad if I have accidentally just disregarded a major religion or any religion it doesn't have to be major at all I feel bad if I skimmed over any religion whatsoever that also believes in that I mean maybe there is an exact religion that pairs up with that belief I don't know I don't know I think it would be really interesting to take a theology and religion course now now I'm like wanting to learn about every single religion but anyway back to what I was saying so that was before and I had known um Joe you know you all know him here he's a good friend of mine he's a witch and has been practicing paganism and witchcraft for a long time now I think since fifth grade and he has discussed with me some of his beliefs and thoughts about the afterlife before but I was always just kind of like I just don't believe in anything because as you all know I went through kind of a rough patch after Catholic school in which I kind of just disregarded believing in anything at all because I just found it so incredulously stupid in a way to blindly follow something like that and I felt as though attending Catholic school in a way it almost made me feel like I was in a cult. I was forced to believe that all of these crazy things had happened thousands of years ago in a book that has been translated and changed so many times and has had so many different people's hands on it and we don't know if we can actually trust it and who actually wrote it and things like that and we're just blindly following it and I understand that's the point of religion because I still want to be a spiritual person hence making this podcast I still want to be spiritual and I understand the point of religion is to have something to believe in something to fall back on some comfort in the fact that if you just live your life like a good person and make a positive impact on the world you'll be rewarded in the afterlife you don't have to be as scared of death if you follow a religion it's something to believe in it's something to pray for if your life is going hard and you're a catholic you you have something to lean back on and that's prayer you you have something to look at and say there's a bigger picture and it's god and in the grand scope of things i'm just a tiny person a tiny creation of his on this round ball called earth and we're just all you know we're all just here to serve him and that's kind of i can see how that like is comforting to people but I just had a hard time with the whole other aspect of it where literally so many beliefs of Christians are so hypocritical I was expected to be pro-life but not care about the lives of the LGBT community and that didn't add up to me and I didn't like having my religion dictate how I felt you know about things that go beyond religion in my opinion like things that are just deeper it's hard to explain but I really just wished that Christianity had been less just overbearing because I really did like some of the ideas that I got from it Jesus himself as a historical figure I think was a wonderful person to look at he literally was like anti-capitalist and 
he helped gay people, but the Bible, of course, as it got translated through the years, was changed to make it look like he never had. He helped people like lepers that everyone else shunned. Like, I think him as a historical figure was not my problem. It was just what I was supposed to believe that he wanted for the world when I know he wouldn't have wanted that. And I just think the church has so many flaws. I think it's just like to the point where I tried going to, I forget what it was called, a universalist church for a while, which basically is just a church that it just respects all religions. It's not like one particular religion. You just kind of go to a service in general to practice just being spiritual and they're accepting of the LGBT community, etc. I only went there a couple times but I hope to get back into that just because like I said they don't really like do a service for a particular religion you're really just there to practice being mindful and meditating and just kind of having a connection to the source which is what I'm going to get into speaking of the source like I mentioned before I got in my little Christianity rant which may or may not be the first it's probably not What I meant to say was, God, that probably wasn't the last Christianity rant I'm going to go on. But before I got into that, I'd mentioned paganism and witchcraft. So the belief that I now hold kind of matches up with that um, religious, I wouldn't call it religious, but those practices. So basically, What I believe in now is something called the hologram theory, although I don't know the ins and outs of it and why it's referred to as being holographic, but basically the thought is that we're all made up of just these atoms that are moving within us, and that is the energy within us that never dies. And the thing I like about this theory is that people who came up with it studied quantum physics, they studied all sorts of theories and actual scientific things in order to come up with this theory and construct it to be the most accurate that it can be. And the one thing that kind of turns me off from it is that the CIA did an experiment on it. And the more I've learned about the CIA, the more they do kind of waste their money on experiments that are unreliable anyways. But at the same time, I think that the fact that the government did feel inclined to research this in the first place does mean that it did have some roots in actual science and you know actual what's the word research so that makes me feel a little bit better I guess about the whole situation although it's not bad to just believe in something even if there isn't proof in science behind it but like I said with Christianity it was almost just too blind of a thing to follow that I think I I really do like knowing that this has a little bit of science behind it but at the same time I like that you also do have to lean into a uh, into it a little bit yourself and just kind of believe there's you know a scientific aspect to it where people have researched the credibility of this but there's also parts of it where you genuinely just have to have faith and believe in it and I think that's that's good that's something we sometimes need to do as humans is just place our trust in something bigger than ourselves and know that we are all just energy and particles and atoms like the theory says and basically what the theory says is that 
when we die, we still have consciousness afterwards for a few minutes. And basically, we go to this place, um, and hang on, I really don't want to mess up this theory, so I'm probably gonna, like, read up on it a little bit before I really delve into this, but yeah, I'll be right back. Okay, so I actually decided to, real quick, just put out this disclaimer before I explain the hologram theory that most pagans and witches essentially believe. I am in no way trying to push this onto you. Take this with a grain of salt. That's the beauty of spirituality. You can take things from here and there. It's very, in my opinion, it should be personalized. You don't need to follow just one religion. You don't need to conform to everything that religion says and all the standards. You can take inspiration from here and there and integrate different things in your own life. You know what I mean? But I think this encapsulates very well all of my beliefs. So I think from this point on, this will be my main spiritual belief and what I, I guess, partake in. I mean, I'm not a witch or anything like that so I don't know how much I can really do with this but a big part of it is manifestation and meditation so I will be incorporating those as I have been into my life and again I don't want to force this onto you you can take inspiration from it I'm not saying you have to completely believe everything you hear because some of it is like okay but again sometimes a part of religion is just believing in things and just kind of going with the flow you know i'm just saying before i get into like the meat and potatoes of this podcast that this is my spiritual belief now i had an awakening and i've always been spiritual which is what i'll get into later but i wanted to say i couldn't make a podcast about spirituality without detailing my new awakening and the new belief system that i hold I just didn't want anyone here to think that. I'm trying to say, this is it. There's a right or wrong way to be spiritual. There's a black and white way to be spiritual. Because there isn't. There's so much gray area. There's so much other colors of area. There's a whole rainbow of ways to be spiritual. And take this with a grain of salt, you know? Like, I'm not trying to tell you this is your truth. It's my truth. And I think that's what's great about spirituality like I said we're all on our own individual paths with it so if this doesn't line up with what you believe to be your you know spiritual source and beliefs that's fine okay so I just found out the CIA didn't actually really prove anything with this and they wasted a lot of money but to be honest that just almost like heightens my belief in this because they're not the ones who made it up like witches and people along those lines practices similar to witchcraft and even hinduism which is a religion i forgot to mention earlier are heavy in beliefs such as these so yeah long before the cia was in the picture even though this is low-key called the cia hologram theory it's not really that so i think i'm gonna try to find a different name for it i'm just gonna call it my spiritual beliefs If anyone asks, they match best with Hinduism and witchcraft, and that's about it. So, I'll get into it in a second. So, I'm about to read to you notes I took on this um, 
belief system and basically I was so pleased to come across this because some advice I have for anyone out there who was like me who didn't really necessarily agree with the religion that they were brought up with that for me being Christianity but missed the spiritual aspect of kind of having something to lean back on and having something to trust and know that there's something bigger than you then this podcast might be very helpful to you my advice is that you don't have to perfectly follow the rules of just one religion like i kind of mentioned earlier you need to personalize your experience on this earth for what best fits you because we are all individuals made up of our own energies and we are all so uniquely shaped by our souls and past experiences and I believe you do what's best for you you know what I mean if manifestation is something that gives you power and you see the results then practice manifestation but if you believe that prayer whether that be to God or just what you view as the higher power then pray if that's what's working in easing your mind and helping you better yourself as an individual so that's that's basically what I have to say on that matter because for such a long time I was hoping to stumble across something like this and I believe in signs you know I believe that everything falls into place for you at the right time and that's just a part of my individual spirituality you know on its own that right there just believing that things fall into place for you and appear for you at the right times trust in the universe just trust trust in the higher source the source of life and light and the thing whatever it was however you view it that gave us life and breath and put us here to you know love the people we love even if you believe we just live in some kind of bizarre simulation you know we're still here with people we love and we've still been given the opportunity to you know reach our full potential as an individual so i guess what i'm trying to say is i know it can be hard to be spiritual having a religion seems like kind of something you have to maintain and work at but it doesn't have to be once again it's an individualized experience you don't have to go to church every sunday or follow these ritualistic things to you know be a spiritual person and there's no right or wrong way to be religious to be spiritual you have to do what's best for you as an individual because we're all made up of our own energy and we have to honor that energy we have to honor our life source and we have to honor ourselves and do what makes us comfortable and makes us feel the most connected with whatever higher power or thing that we believe in so without further ado this is the theory and belief that i now wholeheartedly believe in It was just what I was looking for. Like I said, I believe in signs. And 
there's still aspects of other spiritual practices that I will incorporate into my life besides this. Once again, individualize it. So, basically, um, sorry, I just got distracted because my mom is watching me from a window because I'm, like, pacing outside. And that would look a little sus, so my bad. Um, anyways, so the thought here is that we live in a hologram in which nothing is truly solid. It's just a bunch of atoms overlapping and moving rapidly. So, yes, that actually is backed by science. Everything is just atoms overlapping and moving rapidly. Our souls are energy that can't be destroyed. I love that. I love that. Because even before I stumbled across this, I think I had mentioned this before, but that was already my belief. That our souls are energy. They're ancient. They've never been destroyed and they never will be destroyed. Our energy will continue to exist, whether we reincarnate. I'm getting ahead of myself, but our energy will always continue to be here in some way, shape, or form. It will always be in the universe, in you know, the astral plane in, on earth, our energy cannot, it cannot be destroyed, and I just love that, because isn't that just, doesn't that just excite you? It's exhilarating, like, it's, it's insane, it's insane, like, we, we are our own energies, like, we're our own entities, and, like, spiritual, cosmic beings, like, at the end of the day, and that's why I'm going off on a tangent, but that's why on God, like our looks do not matter because this is just the like box that we came in and it's what's inside. It's the energy. Like we are all our own separate entities beyond all worldly like beauty standards and stuff. We are literally energy that is as old as time, and we will never be destroyed. Like, our energy just comes in different packages each time that it's been recycled. But your package doesn't matter. Like, it's what's on the inside. It's your energy and your soul. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, because our souls are just energy, hypnosis astral projection and meditation are real and help us out and obviously 100% believe in this I meditate a lot in my own individualized way that works for me and I will get into that later but I do not intend to astral project (laughs) like I said I'm that's a little going into the area of witchcraft and anyone can believe this you don't have to identify as a witch to hold this belief system just like you don't have to identify as whatever to hold any belief system whatever strikes you as right for your personal spiritual journey just take that you know and do what you need to do with it but we can use our minds to heal our bodies by teaching the left side of our brain to visualize our desired result and feelings associated with it The right brain makes pathways to carry it out. And this is called manifestation. Oh my god. I literally have seen so much about manifesting lately. And it just strikes me as 
crazy that like i said we are just energy and we can really control what we do with that it's a crazy concept but to simplize simplize what simplify what that phrase was saying manifestation is basically when people take the time to concentrate and say out loud what they want in life for example for me i get a good college education and I become a successful teacher whether that be of English or political science and I'm happy with my job etc I say that out loud to myself and I visualize it and I believe that and I focus all of myself onto that and I just visualize that I visualize the feelings I'll feel in those moments and I repeat that to myself out loud I write it down I believe it wholeheartedly and that's kind of like also the law of attraction which isn't mentioned within this but that's something from other very spiritual people that I've adopted and will use as well manifestation and the law of attraction are very similar they're both just essentially the same thing where you just visualize yourself getting what you want writing it down and acting like you basically just living like you already have what you want if that makes sense like if you're trying to manifest being rich just act like you already are and by that i don't mean go out and buy a ton of stuff but you know what i mean just act like you have what you want and it will happen and then we have when we die our consciousness expands until we reach the absolute and that is our higher self that we return to in the astral plane so, like, our our energy at the end of the day is our higher self. We have to honor our higher self. And that's the absolute. So, reaching the absolute is just reaching our highest self. That is just stripped down. No outside. Um, what's the word? Just no outside of us. It's just our energy. And that is our absolute highest form. When we are in the astral plane, we have knowledges on our past lives, which is so lit. I'm, I'm overjoyed by that. And then when we die, our souls go to the astral plane where they can reincarnate or be a spirit guide or stay in the astral until you decide to go back to the source. So you get to decide. And what's crazy to me is that whoever carried your energy before in all your past lives you've always chosen to reincarnate and isn't that just cool like without without that i would never ever be here so thank you to everyone who carried my energy before thank you to everyone my highest self which is just my energy for always choosing to reincarnate because i'm so thrilled to be here in leah ziggler's body and i'm thrilled to like I'm honestly emotional like thank you I just my my highest self has chosen to always reincarnate like that's crazy like we all of our highest selves if you're listening to this always chosen to reincarnate you can also be a spirit guide which I believe is just kind of having your energy like linger on earth but you're not there in the form of a human but I could be wrong about that so don't take that for sure or stay in the astral until you decide to go back to the source so you can think of the source like how we kind of have been trained to think of God 
that's when your energy morphs with that higher power. So it is a now with the collective consciousness energy. So that's another choice you have when you die and go to the astral plane is just morphing with the collective consciousness energy, just kind of chilling there and just having your energy chill there. And um, you can still remember everything though. You still have memories, which is very comforting to me. It's not like when you die, everything just goes pitch black and it's erased. No matter what you choose, you know, even if you choose to just chill with the higher collective consciousness of energies and like be with the source forever, you still can remember things and know that all your loved ones existed and things like that. So when you go to the astral, you lose free will, which means you no longer need to manifest your independent hologram. So this basically just means you no longer have to do the being a human thing, which I think is nice. <laughs> Dreaming is also altered state of consciousness, aka the astral. So we're very connected to the astral, you know? I mean, which makes sense, the energy and that has been carried within us forever and that technically is like our you know higher self is right there inside of us so it makes sense that we're very close to the astral plane at all times it's accessible which is obviously practice with astral projecting it's very close to us which i also find comforting we literally dream and go to the astral plane every night so yeah <laughs> still have purpose on earth though and that's to learn learn and experience things and appreciate the earth's beauty. So, you know, the source, God, whatever you want to call it, still wants us to go on earth. You know, there's still a purpose for us being there. And it's to kind of, in my opinion, this is totally like just my opinion, but our energy, you know, our higher selves have to be tested and they can't just chill in the astral plane like forever and i don't know it takes a lot of deep thinking and really reflection and unlearning traditional things that we've been taught in a way but we really are at the end of the day the main takeaways from that entire belief system is just that we're energy and that never dies and it never has and when you get to that astral plane after you die and your consciousness expands and you reach the absolute which is your highest self you go to the astral plane and you can choose what to do and it's crazy that our highest self is kind of like right there within us it's just the energy that we've carried around forever just in different bodies which is like why our bodies don't even matter like they're just vessels for that energy which is so cool, like, God, when you think of it like that, like, God, I love that, like, my body appearance doesn't matter, I'm just a vessel to carry my higher self within, because our energy just is that higher self, and when we die, you know, we reach that absolute, and our higher self that we return to in the astral plane is just our bare energy, no packaging, no human body, at the end of the day, we're just energy. Our bodies don't matter. And that's comforting to me. But of course, we should still take care of it because that is the vessel carrying our precious cargo, carrying our higher self that is connected to the source. 
or God, whatever you want to call that. And, you know, we still have to treat our bodies with kindness and respect and eat healthy and exercise and do the things we do because that is the vessel for our, you know, souls, which are are ultimately our higher self. And we, we have to reach that absolute to get to the astral plane to continue to have our energy be in existence. So I don't know if any of that made sense. If you're having a hard time digesting that or straight up don't think it's true, I, I understand. I understand. Like, I don't understand everything. I'm planning on being educated on the subject more by Joe when possible. And I'm sure there's things I'll learn that I'll be rushing right back to this podcast to say, I barely knew the half of it, but from a simplified, very simplified version of it, that's it. If you need to listen back on what I said to, like, digest that all, I get it. I had to, like, I still don't completely get it, and that's the beauty of it. There's something so much bigger than us, this source, as it's called, which is the collective consciousness of energy. There is something bigger than us, and it's not something that's easy to grasp, and I I find comfort in that. And anyways, so it is similar to Hinduism, and I just think that I really enjoy this theory because I love how emotional it makes me to think that my higher self has always chosen to, like, reincarnate, and my energy is as old as time. We're all ancient, and our body is just a vessel carrying that higher self and it makes me comforted to know manifestation and techniques like that and then the law of attraction as well and things like meditation are things that are almost like just comfort for our energy like those are things that feed our energy and our higher selves and I really like that so without further ado I thought I would get into ways that like kind of meditation and being spiritual have helped me get through rough times. Like I opened the podcast with saying I'm going to be talking about some of the things I've been through in the past five years-ish and ways in which I dealt with that, that at the time I might not have even realized were very spiritual, but they are. And it's so cool to look back at that after having a spiritual awakening and realizing that I have always been connected to my higher self just without even realizing it and that's just more proof to me that we do have just that energy within us that is so powerful so yep I'm gonna get into that next I wanted to real quick share a mantra that I've been saying to myself ever since um experiencing my spiritual awakening so I have been saying to myself When I reach the absolute and return to my higher self, I will know I did everything in my power on this earth, in this body, to serve myself and to serve others. And I just think that that's something that came in my mind without really me even putting it there. I think it was my higher self kind of breaking through to me because I was reflecting on a walk about reaching the absolute and that's what happens to you after you die and you have consciousness for a little bit of more time and your consciousness expands next thing you know you're reaching the absolute 
I think that's when your life really just, you in this body, in this life, is really brought to its end, and you are now your energy, your higher self. So I was reflecting on that, and I was thinking, why, when I reach my absolute, I want to know that I, I had a good life. Not just a good life, but that I did everything in my power to make a positive impact on everyone I met and everyone in this world. So that's why I started saying to myself, when I reach the absolute and I return to my higher self, I will know that I did everything in my power on this earth, in this body, to serve myself and to serve others. And that I did everything in my power not to create unhealthy habits, to honor the vessel in which my higher self was within. I honored my body. I did what was best for me as an individual and didn't conform to what other people wanted for me. I did what my higher self always needed and didn't conform to what others needed and that I also served others and helped others throughout this life and to make an impact on this world and leave it a better place than what I came into. So that was just some reflection I was doing and I thought I would share that real quick because I think it's important to set intentions like that for your life and know, you know, that by the time you return to your higher self and you're up there in that astral plane and it's time for you to choose what you want to do next, you know, it's it's like you want to know that you did everything you could in your last body, in your last life to really make it special and make it worth it. And so, yeah, I'm happy I... I came up, well actually I didn't come up with that, it just came to me, and I love that. I just love being spiritual, I'm so glad I've allowed it to enter back into my life. Okay, so like I had previously mentioned, um, I've actually been quite spiritual in a sense, you know, ever since I gave up my Catholic faith, I think I still carried the knowledge that there is something bigger than us within me. Now I know that that would be the collective consciousness of energy, which is what is referred to as the source by those who believe in what I believe in. But I didn't have that missing puzzle piece the last five years of actually having something to call that. But I knew there was something there, especially looking back. Maybe I didn't realize it at the time, but looking back, I had something guiding me, for sure. So, again, this isn't for pity. This isn't to all of a sudden turn the attention to me because truly the point of me making this is to help others to see the beauty in choosing your own individualistic path to being spiritual and the benefits that that can have for you. This is supposed to honestly be educational and sharing my wisdom and advice. Not, not for me to all of a sudden vent, but in order for me to explain the ways that spirituality has helped me without even realizing it in the past, I have to 
kind of detail traumatic experience I've had, so eighth grade, I did struggle with disordered eating. I think now, now that I know that my body is just a vessel for my higher self to live inside of, I feel a lot more comforted, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to have worldly struggles in the bodies that we come in. That doesn't mean that your struggles with your body and worldly material struggles aren't valid. They're still valid. You're still here as a human being on this earth. So you're going to have struggles and that's still valid. And I was struggling with this outer self that I happened to be on. And what what was that? What I'm trying to say is I, I was struggling with my body image. I was trying to make that so deep. But I just think, you know, it came to a point where I was sick of being... It's not like I ever really thought I was fat. I just, I just didn't think I was skinny. And that was the problem. And, you know, without going into details that could be triggering to others, because quite honestly, I do post these publicly, so like somehow this could get in the hands of someone besides who I intend for it to get into the hands of. So I don't want to give explicit details without knowing what kind of audience this could reach, but I definitely was depriving myself. And I remember there came a time, come summer, going into my freshman year, I had just struggled for quite a bit. And it finally just dawned on me that I needed to serve myself. I needed to love myself better. I needed to honor this body and it hurt me, it hurt my soul. And I know this sounds so fake and so dramatic, but it genuinely, it genuinely shifted something and stirred something up within my soul. I could feel that it was my soul that was hurting during that time. Now I know that, you know, that is like just the energy within me that was trying to tell me I shouldn't have been living like that. And I definitely listened to my intuition. I listened to my higher self. And I, I one day, you know, the switch just flipped. And I think that is something that I could classify as a spiritual experience. Because not everyone is that lucky. Not everyone just has that experience in which they can all of a sudden have that awakening and epiphany and know that they're treating themselves badly and just flip the switch like I was able to. I sort of just jolted awake one day and I realized I wasn't serving myself to the best of my ability and I allowed myself to finally, I ate so much that day that I realized what I was doing to myself and it fully, fully dawned on me how wrong it was. I started eating again. I wanted to honor myself. And I swear that was a spiritual awakening. 
in and of itself right in that moment, I don't even feel like it's me talking for myself right now. I feel like it's coming from such a higher place. I feel like I just have all the wisdom in the world because I I have been around since the beginning of time. My energy has never died. The atoms that I am made up of have never died. They've been here forever. And I just feel blessed to be sharing such sacred intuition with other people and connecting with other people on a higher level like that. I just wanted to say that. But adding on past my disordered eating, freshman year, I struggled a lot with bad grades, um, a bad cross season. I really let that play into my head and kind of cause me to spiral into what I think I would classify as a depressive episode, but I am no psychologist, so do not take my word for that. I definitely felt lost and hopeless, and I think part of me just naturally manifested without really trying to a better cross season and getting better grades. I know what you're all thinking. You literally just did that on your own. Like, it's not like you manifested it. But even just setting the intention to be determined to get better grades and to have a better cross season is manifestation on its own, you know? Like, just going after something and making it happen is is manifestation. It might not be as technical as sitting down and you know, meditating upon what you want, but I definitely, without even realizing it, told myself that I was going to get better grades, I was going to eventually run the state meet, and I I made that, like, my life, my life's purpose at the time, and now looking back, I for sure manifested that. I wrote down everywhere, I am going to run the state meet, I am going to do this, this, and this, blah 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 and obviously it's not like the source the higher power the universe whatever you all prefer to refer to that to did all the work for me I did have to work hard to get to the state meet eventually to get better grades and pick myself up but and I give myself credit for that I I'm thank myself for that but I think that was a lot of my intuition and my higher self and my just higher consciousness, I guess, like, also helping me out in that situation. And then, you know, I definitely just had the cross season that I had because I started incorporating meditation into my routine. So basically, ever since I started meditating in the cross season, I have seen myself running 10 times better, and... I will tell you what, I, as much as I do now feel myself being able to be quiet and still within my spirituality, I used to hate the concept of meditation. You just have to sit still. I cannot get my thoughts to stop running around. 
so I found it's best for me to listen to meditations as I'm falling asleep. It will still seep into your subconscious. It will still have a huge effect on you, I promise, because I'm, I'm proof of that. And every night before me, I would listen to a meditation that was just affirmation, saying, I am strong. And then I would repeat it in my head until I eventually fell asleep, but the words would still you know seep into my skull and into my subconscious and that would still have an effect on me and I recommend that if you know you lack that confidence if you are wanting an extra boost in being able to tackle something huge in your life I definitely recommend wholeheartedly listening to meditations like that as you fall asleep if you're the type of person like me who isn't necessarily able to quiet their mind enough to set aside time and sit down during the day and just knock out a meditation and uh, during the cross season I also listened to a meditation when I woke up and that meditation I don't know what made me choose this one but it was definitely my intuition doing the right thing because I chose a meditation to listen to the morning of meets that centered around gratitude it would say I'm so grateful for this opportunity to be my best self today I'm so grateful to be here on this earth I'm grateful to be listening to this meditation and gratitude will work wonders for you it really will I would be in my race thinking I'm grateful I have two legs to run on I'm grateful I have lungs that are breathing for me right now. I'm grateful that I'm in so much pain. When you turn, um, you know, a hard situation into a situation of you being grateful, it, it's so crazy the impact that that can have on oneself. I, being grateful for, you know... <sighs> For the fact that my legs are in mass amounts of pain during a race is what made my cross season successful. And now I listen to anti-panic attack meditations as I'm falling asleep because I recently, over the school year, my junior year, my anxiety came back better than ever. It manifested itself in the form of my fear of throwing up. It literally was awful for a while there. I was having anxiety attacks, which are slightly less versions of panic attacks on the daily at school. But I had to push through and get those good grades, and it was really hard. But this meditation really did help me. And I'm not trying to take away from the fact that Sometimes people need therapy and medications and actual professional clinical help. People need that. You need that. You cannot rely solely on a YouTube meditation, on your spirituality, although spirituality is such a huge and powerful tool and thing in life. That cannot be your main source of like getting better in times of legitimate mental illness. Mm. Sorry, I got interrupted, but like I was saying, spirituality and all the practices that go along with it, such as meditation, manifestation, kind of just um, mantras like the one I said earlier, 
they can't be a substitute for actual clinical help when you have legitimate mental illnesses, but they can certainly help and give you something to lean back on and knowing that there's a higher source knowing that you need to honor your higher self within you can be something to fall back on and again I don't want to push my personal belief on everyone but that's just what I'm using as an example right now because I personally do believe in the source of a collective consciousness of all of our energies just feeding us all And in the fact that we do have our higher self within us, that is our energy. So that's why I'm kind of referring to that. But if whatever you believe in is so valid and, you know, you can use that as something extra in addition to actual medically approved ways to treat mental illness. But if you're just going through a rough patch and I think, you know, things like that, spirituality definitely makes all the difference and just gratitude like I said and practicing saying things like I did that I will honor myself I will honor others I will serve myself and serve others and it's all for the bigger picture it's all for that that place that exists inside of myself that is my higher self and I'm honoring her we love her and you can do the same and You know, that's why I'm not trying to say just because during my times of anxiety and depression that I used certain techniques that go along with being spiritual. Um, It's not like those are the things that fixed me per se. Not that, you know, I'm even trying to fix myself. I'm a work in progress and we love that. And just because someone has mental illness doesn't mean they need to be fixed. They just need to be loved and treated properly. And so that was word, poor word choice, but y'all know what I mean. Just because you're doing all that stuff doesn't mean you're being treated properly. But it definitely helps things go the extra mile. And it helps you feel like you're putting in the effort yourself, which, which can really make a difference. And when you go to a therapist and take medication, you're by all means still doing things to serve yourself you are still doing things that you should be proud of like you're taking steps to help yourself feel better but it's it's even more rewarding and nice to have that spiritual aspect of things where you meditate and manifest or do whatever you need to do law of attraction just connect with your gratitude those are things that make you feel like you really are putting in the effort to better yourself And that can really go a long way and make you feel that much more proud of yourself for the progress you've made and that much more connected to something bigger than yourself, which can, at the end of the day, just help you, just help you in in so many ways and just help you connect to your intuition, which will guide you through dark times. It will just help you so much to feel gratitude and feel connected to the bigger picture and grand scheme of things and to think that, um, you know, at the end of this beautiful, beautiful life in this body that you have had, that you can look back and know that you cherished everything and did everything you could to serve yourself. And I'm just being so, like, philosophical right now for no reason. Like, but I'm just trying to say 
even though I have helped some of my mental illness problems with these tactics, I'm not trying to say they're a replacement. I'm just trying to say it is rewarding to know that you've gone beyond, um, I don't know how to explain it. You've just done things for yourself that you personally needed to grow as a person because again your spiritual journey is very personalized and your individual thing and you should be proud of your growth as a human being um you know the more you open your eyes to your spiritual side the spiritual side of yourself the side that rejects your ego and just feeds your higher self you will see so many positive impacts and especially if you're going through a dark time with depression anxiety or just being like sad in general or just stressed about life circumstances when you detach from that ego a little bit and kind of like connect with your higher self and do things like meditating even just as you fall asleep like I do Like, it doesn't have to be time-consuming and become this huge, huge, huge part of your life that you're constantly thinking about. Because I think that's a misconception some people have, and that's what worries them about being spiritual, is that, like, you're going to have to take time to practice it. But like I said, it's totally individualized. Like, you can spend as much time on growing your spirituality as you want. And my phone is at 2%, so I'm probably going to have to wrap this John up. But I just wanted to talk about some of the ways I got through dark times is just really like connecting with the part of myself that wants what's best for me and is detached from my ego and yeah thank you for listening I hope this somehow helped anyone I love you all